Hey friends, welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Tracy East, and I am so excited that you have joined us for this Revving the Word episode today. We've heard from so many of you about how much you love putting a Revving the Word episode in your headphones or on your streaming device and listening to it while you're moving your body and the Word of God is spoken over you. So we hope you enjoy this episode. But before we get started, we want to let you in on an exciting announcement. We are enrolling now for Revelation Wellness Instructor Training Platoon 26. And for only the second time ever, we have moved training to completely online. For the convenience and safety of everybody, we have moved training online and it is accessible no matter where you are and it's half of the cost of our normal price of instructor training. So if you are interested in being part of the next platoon of instructors and joining the Revelation Wellness instructor family, you can go to our website and you can download a packet so that you can get started getting your questions answered and talking to one of our enrollment advisors. Our next platoon launches on February 2nd and you will then have a nine week journey with all of the other instructors who are going through training We can't wait to see what the Lord does with this next platoon. We currently have over 500 instructors in Platoon 25 that are going through their nine-week training right now, and we want you to be part of Platoon 26 if the Lord is calling you. So don't hesitate. Go to our website, download a packet, and we will be in touch with you. Let's get started with our Revving the Word episode, and we hope you love it as much as we do. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Can I tell you something just between you and me? All right, today we have a Lectio Divina. I want to give you guys what what you want, and I love that you're hearing from the Word for yourself as you're moving your feet. So yes, let's do more of that today. So here's the thing, permission and encouragement. Go for a walk, just go for a walk. If you wanna use this on a run, fine, but maybe revisit these Lectio Divinas while you're just walking Um, because it's real important that you don't work too strenuously, you'll miss it. The neurogenesis that happens when you exercise, it's in that moderate intensity exercise level. So moderate, meaning you can breathe, you're moving, no lactic acid burn. Although as we get going, sometimes you'll feel a little bit of burn. Don't worry, just breathe, that'll be over in about two to five minutes. That's the tension, that's the resistance that we need to have that breakthrough on the other side. So, welcome it. So this day requires no intervals, no intervals, steady state, just go and make some room. Now, if you get a sense from the Holy Spirit that you're gonna 
You're going to surge. You're going to put some energy. You're going to dance. You're going to clap. <laughs> I don't care. I am not a respecter of movement. Just move. Okay? Some of you are at the gym lifting weights. Love it. God, we are grateful people. Thank you. Thank you that you are mindful of us. That before you even put a stone on the earth, before creation was formed, we were on your mind. Thank you that you have created the world as our playground. It's a place for good works. So we invite you into this time to come in, make yourself at home. Everyone, put your hand, right hand on your heart and say, make yourself at home, God. Make yourself at home. In Jesus' name, amen. You're a man of your work, yeah. Yeah. All right, so. This is what it says. Listen, you're going to hear me breathe. <laughs> so please don't be careful comparing your breath to my breath. I'm just breathing. And I'm moving and talking. So even if I'm doing a steady state, it'll feel like I'm doing a lot. Don't do the comparison. Notice that if you're like, oh, she's working hard. I'm not working as hard. No, 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 no. Be your Imago day. Be you. The image bearing, bearingness of God that you have. Do that. Okay? All right. Now that we've got that established. I am going to read from Philippians 2 today. So good. We're going to let these verses get real deep into our brain cells, our bones, our marrow. It's going to change us on a cellular structure. So I will read the word. You're going to just let the word fall on you. So that's why it's good to get a soften. Soften to it. And then... I will ask you, what's the word saying to you? Like, what pops out at you? And think in pictures, everyone, remember? When I read the word, think in pictures all the time. When you're reading a book, think in pictures. That's neurogenesis knowledge, new information. Even if it feels like old information, think in pictures. Then I'm going to ask you, what do you have to say? What's on your heart? Where you unload. Talk with the Father. Talk with the God who made a way for you to commune with Him, to have community with Him. Okay? And then I'll ask you, once you've said your, your peace, the Word always gets the final say. Can you say that with me? The Word always gets the final say. Always. And the whispered word and the written word will not conflict. Your sense, your urge won't conflict with what's been written. Just trust God in that. So then we are going to end that part of Lectio Divina by saying, making our declaration of what is true, even if it doesn't feel true. We're going to just say it. We're going to stay to our souls. Stand up. Remember this. Dust yourself off. Be of good courage. Okay. 
Here we go. So before I read, we're only going to do a few verses because it's a short little 35 time, 35 minutes together. So I'm only going to do, we'll see, maybe five verses. We'll see. But I want you to have the context. Philippians, Paul, riding from prison, hungry, cold, alone, being imprisoned for preaching the gospel. Guess what? None of us here today are going to experience that. That's why we must step out. This is a privilege our forefathers and mothers have fought for, that we can boldly approach the throne and in the public square, <laughs> love, speak, preach, bring good news, even though others might roll their eyes and say something else. Now listen, Paul's talking to them, encouraging them. Basically, Paul's always just reminding people, don't forget this is the gospel that was preached to you. <laughs> he was zealous for the breaking of the religious heart and the redemption. So he talks about, he's telling them to be like Christ, basically. So he keeps saying, remember Christ, be like Christ, what he's done for you, any comfort, any love, Anything you've seen in me, Paul says, have that same love and be of one mind. He's trying to get them. Listen, we're one in God. And God is love. And his truth sets us free. Keeps us free to be unique and individual. So here we go. Verse 5. Let the word fall on you. Think in pictures. Have this mind among yourselves which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord the glory of God the Father. This is the word of God. Your word is written in song. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a thing that we can always count on. We're going to do two verses. 
this first because it completes one thought. Verse 5, Philippians 2. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. What pops out at you? Have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. What's the word saying? to him. Be honest. And now we say, don't complain just to complain. If you already feel the conviction, it's because you're so teachable right now in this moment, or you're just more free. We all have stumbling blocks. So if there's something there that causes you to stumble, just talk about it. Tell him. Use your words. we've said whatever needs to be said let's pivot repent what's the declaration and I encourage you use your words talk out loud in these teachings and all the revving the words talk your body and brain need to hear the vibration feel the vibration of your voice saying things in heaven your feelings need to hear those facts so what is it <laughs> your recourse having this mind among yourselves which is yours in Christ Jesus who though he was in the form of God did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped job all right verse seven but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born 
in the likeness of men. What's the word saying? undone is a good thing. Being built up, torn down a little bit. This is the word. Y'all, this is what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to confront our pride with the humble, the humility of Christ. Jeez, he's God. God with you. Emmanuel. Verse 8. And again, try, mumble the words with me. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Think in pictures. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient. To the point of death, even death on a cross. What's the word saying? So I hardly ever took on, got him saved in my mind from the bedroom, so that way I can't forget your skin. So I saved all the text, all of the best over the years, just to remind myself of how good it is. Oh, boss, no, we're not supposed to talk, but I'm getting ahead. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. What do you want to say?
pictures and being found in human form he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even death on a cross what do you need to declare say it Good. Good words, God. Thank you. Let's just do a little praise break. Come on. <laughs> He's loving the hell out of us, everyone. He's loving the hell out of us. Let's praise him for that. He refuses to leave us as we are. Meets us where we are. Will not leave us as we are. Verse 9. Therefore, oh, gotta love a good therefore. It means this is connected. This continues. All that, that felt like bad news. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. What's the word saying? Lift up your eyes, the harvest is here, the kingdom is near. You say, ask him now, give a name. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. What do you need to say? You said, ask and you will receive whatever you Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. <laughs> what do we want to declare? Use your words. Good. Yeah, come on. Everyone say the name. 
Jesus. Come on. What access do you have? You get to say his name. Jesus. Say it with authority. Say it with affection, passion. Come on, say it. That's the cry of my That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Let's do that. Come on, let's see it again. Think of pictures. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. See that image. You need to see this. Your brain needs to see this. The knees bowing of those in heaven right now, those on earth, right now, and those under the earth. What jumps out? That's the cry of my heart. Distant shores and the islands will sing your light as it So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. What do you want to say? that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth what are you going to declare what's true put your flag staff put that pole down put your flag pole on the high place down of this truth that every name or every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. Those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth. Make your declaration, use your words, and put some things under the earth, under your feet. Last verse, we did it. Verse 11. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Say it with me. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory 
of God the Father. What's the word saying? Specific to you. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What do you want to say? confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. How about we just declare that over and over, that every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Let every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Say it out loud. Well done. Listen, here's my five minutes preaching because I have a feeling whatever I say, you got too. We have unity in the spirit. This ability to have humility, it's a lordship issue. Who is Lord? Who governs me? Who gets the first and final say? Somewhere in the middle, I'm tossed about. My feelings will not dictate my destiny. This is a lordship issue. <laughs> when I rise up in pride, and I'm not able to do things without selfish ambition or conceit, or consider myself less significant than others. Listen, the enemy who is under our feet, under the earth, who is bowing at the name of Jesus. You say it right now, he has to bow. <sighs> it's true, this does this. There's power in the name. You know, my daughter sometimes has really bad dreams. Hey, and I would love your prayers on that, you guys. There's an enemy that wants our children, but we're in this together. Listen, this whole ministry, I can promise you this. It's not for you, or it's for you, but it's not about you. I want to get it into your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' kids' kids so that we're all glorifying God <laughs> through the generations. <laughs> so everything we put out to you, yes, it's for you. It's got to get on. It's got to go on and be about the Father's business. That every knee will bow 
at the name of Jesus, things below and things above. And so the enemy tries to confuse us, confound us with problems, with tension. So we come here to get comfortable and quite familiar and content, not loud and firing off and being reactors. You know what reactors do? They reenact the same thing over and over and over. We are responders. We are able to responsibly respond, knowing this truth that Jesus emptied himself. Can you for a second? He did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. Jesus, how many of us are willing to give up our comforts, our status, our popularity? This is why it's real important that we can step away from the noise of the world. The world does not define you. We don't, we don't need what the world has to offer. What we need is this mind of Christ, this heart of Christ, this body of Christ, the soul desires of Christ, who doesn't grasp at things that keep him high and mighty. He said, no, I will, I will empty myself. He emptied himself. This is our God poured himself out. I love it. In the beginning when we're in the garden, and it says, and God said to them and blessed them. That word, Barak, means God kneeled. God kneeled to this dirt specimen. He poured himself out. He gave himself over to his image bearers, to his children. So now Jesus replicates it, empties himself, not grabbing, grasping. The word grasping means the act of seizing, robbing something, to deem anything a prize, a thing to be seized upon or held fast and retained. Y'all, this is why I'm teaching you, soften, soften. Right now, soften. Soften. Tell him he's Lord and he can take this life. Make a testimony. Put a city on a hill. Through the name of Jesus, this is possible. And I love that it says that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and tongue confess. This is revving the word. The knee bowing is a posture of the body. Posture yourself. Soften yourself. Open your hands, everyone. Open your face. <laughs> bow. Surrender. And then confess with your tongue, breath and body, breath and body, with your words, with your breath, 
confess that Jesus is Lord. Every knee bows, every tongue confess, every knee. Right now, everyone, when we, we're about to say the name Jesus together, I will count it down. And when we say it, I want you to see all the knees in heaven bowing, <laughs> all on earth that will bow, and all below. You say the name, three, two, one, Jesus. You only need to know one word, Jesus. The entryway, the vestibule into the renewed life is the name of Jesus at which every tongue confesses and bows. Confess, bow, body, breath. Confess, bow, body, breath. Thank you, God. Thank you for this time. Help us. We need you in our confession and in our bowing. Have your way. Amen.